Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. Welcome back to the rest of my conversation with Paul Garcia, who's the manager of Bosco Tech. Uh, Seriously, who knew there was so much going on with managing a bingo hall? So please, let's listen to the rest of what Paul had to say and pick up right where we left off last time. So I was going to ask you, what did you think about the TikTok event? It was fun. It it went pretty smoothly. You know, so I mean, to me, running it, it was almost, you know, it was like a regular day. I... Didn't do too much, like, different. You know, I um, I talked to a few people in the hall that were uh, conversating with Tanya, and they basically uh, organized whatever they were doing, you know, uh, for her and, and the people that were coming, I guess, her guests. But I didn't do anything really different besides decorate the stage and then... Um, just put the extra tabs out because I knew it was, I knew there was more people coming. And then uh, I just kind of sold, you know, I, I let the crowd dictate, you know, um, you know, I, I have the, my volunteers for a certain amount of time and I just kind of let the crowd dictate, you know, the, the tabs and, you know, if they don't want anything else. And I, then I stop selling, but if they keep buying, then I keep selling, you know, so. <laughs> well, how know, did the whole thing come into being? I mean, how did that get started? Did Tanya reach out to you or? Uh, from what I understand, Tanya put a post on TikTok saying that she was going to be doing like a, a, a world tour type deal. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Mama Guam and, and uh, Vince Cash Cow, I think, reached out to her on, on that thread and mm-hmm. asked her to come this way. And she said yes. So um, there was a time about a m- two months ago that Mama Guam had asked me, she'd given me a couple dates in October. And I picked last week because I knew this week and next week were going to be, were going to be impossible because the school had a back to school night. Mm-hmm. So, so, and they were tearing the whole room apart. So it's just going to be more work on me. So, uh, but last week was, last week there was nothing going on at the school. So I, that's why I picked the eighth. That's pretty much all that I did on my end and just made sure that everybody, you know, cause I knew there would be a lot of new people there. You know, they were as, you know, made sure that they, they felt, uh, um, at home, you know, as welcome as possible, as comfortable as possible there. Yeah, because I know that Mama Guam and um, Cash Cow did a lot of work. You know, you got the T-shirts and they had the little um, moving camera thing on the outside and the the little banner. So they put in a lot of work and really, I felt like, made a lot of people feel really welcome. In fact, I'm not sure who did it, but, you know, for the TikTokers or whatever, the people up in front, they made the little uh, name tags. Like mine said, Broke Bingo Addict. And Pam said, Pam. Pam takes that with her everywhere now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I believe Mama Guam did that. Uh, I think she. I think she made those. Pam loves hers. <laughs> she takes it when we go play bingo, and she just sets it out there. And says Pam. So when we come this weekend, you'll see it'll say Pam. And stuff. Okay, so awesome. That yeah, was, I, um, I make sure to thank her because I, I, she's the one that made those. Yeah, she's a doll. She did so much. I always think that she is such a. A great personality and such a joy to be around and has such a positive spirit. I think she's a real asset for uh, Bosco Tech, too. Um, yeah, and then v- v- uh, Vince had got me in contact with the 360 um, camera, and then um, uh, the Balloons w- was a friend of uh, my wife's who, who does that stuff. Yeah, you guys did a really nice job. It was really fun. 
Did you consider that to be a big success? And do you think you're going to have some more? Um, yeah, it was it was a huge success. I mean, um, as f- I, I didn't get any um, I didn't get any negative feedback. I, I, everything I I heard was was positive for the most part. Um, and yeah, I think everybody um, everybody enjoyed themselves. You know, I, I you know I did my best to keep the volunteers um, selling in an orderly fashion, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the best I could knowing that there was people there that were, were buying like crazy. <laughs> um, and so um, uh, at the very beginning, there was a, you know, there was a couple of issues, but kind of ironed them out with some of the volunteers. And for the most part, everything went pretty smooth after that. And I was pa- glad that Pam was able to come. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then yeah, and then Pam, you know, uh, <laughs> she was on, she was off, she was on. Oh she was yeah, off. she didn't know what's going on. But <laughs> anyway, so I was going to say, you you do an excellent job of what you just said, trying to make people feel welcome, and you do a really good job of offering the the free games. You know, you have the unicorn strip, you know, for the early buy-ins and stuff, and for everybody, regardless, uh, you know, you always do the coverall, which. To me, it's not only that you do those extra things, those going the extra mile for people, which is, you know, greatly appreciated, but those things pay pretty dang well. You know, I was there when the, a couple of weeks ago when that person won uh, the $5,500 on that coverall, you know, and that's oh, a yeah. game that was free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, I, I know other halls have, have done it in the past. We've never really did it, you know, uh, but um, over the last couple of years, just kind of changing the program up a little bit. Just trying to add a little extra buzz to it, you know, just just to keep things exciting and fresh. Uh, and, that's, and that's one of the things I've always done. You know, I've changed my program all the time. Mm-hmm. And w- when I started doing this, that was the first thing um, uh, people were telling me that were involved in the bingo world. Don't change the program. People don't like it, especially because it's older crowd. And I've never had an issue. I've, and I changed my program constantly. Yeah, just if I see things that work, if I see things that don't work, if things that's just kind of kind of losing its buzz, you know, I just I just change it up a little bit. Well, I liked it when you did for the TikTokers. I like the switching of the games, a strip, a game, a tab, a game, switching it up. By by the way, just my personal opinion. Yeah, and you know, normally, you know, uh, I've been playing like the tabs that kind of stacked in the front, and then I didn't want to do that that day because. A lot of players don't have the tabs. Exactly. And then and then they were gonna get up and go after the volunteers. So I kept everything, you know, together. That way people would ideally be in their seats and and not get up and roam while while all those tabs are playing. But because normally I play them stacked at the beginning. There's like what, eight or nine tabs that I'll just we'll start the night off just right. you know, and you know, but um uh, I've seen what happens before, so I was like, Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> you know. Um we'll just play we'll start off with a you know, we'll just squeeze them all in between the games. Now, who's responsible for that? It sounds like you are the one solely responsible for des- deciding to have these extra games. I mean, how is, is that like just, oh, I have this extra budget. I'm going to go ahead and a- offer these extra little uh, enticements. Um, yeah. So basically I have 100% control of the program. So, you know, so I make all the decisions um, with bingo me now, it kind of adds an extra benefit. So I can see how sales are going so if sales are, you know, sales are low, you know, um, I might send a message out during the week, you know, Hey guys, you know, we'll do this, this, you know, just to try to entice people. If sales are going fast, you know, game day, you know, I might add something as a thank you. So for that particular week with the TikTok week, 
sales exceeded expectation by far. So that's why I, I had cut off sales super early. With the school, they they give me a, a set amount of cash every week. Mm-hmm. So I had to cut off sales because if I didn't, all the tabs and everything would, all the money for the tabs would get locked up in the credit cards. So then I wouldn't have any cash the day of to pay out. Oh. Does that make Does that make sense? Right, because they're buying them online, so that's all credit card money. You want yeah. you need cash money. So yeah, so I need cash. So I was like, I cut the sales off. I was like, Ugh, I, I need to cut this off because if I don't, I'm not going to have any cash the day of, and, and that's not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> And I always wonder about that. I mean, how do you know, especially since people can use their ATM cards and get money too? How do you how do you balance that? Which you seem to do a great job of, but it just seems really weird to to have to try to figure out how much cash you're going to need on hand. Um, so that was one of the issues when we first started the Bingo Me Now, because prior to COVID, I never really got a starting bank. You know, we basically we generated sales at the beginning of the night. And then the money just kind of recycles itself all evening. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of Bingo Me Now, when the school agreed to use it, I told them, well, you know, I, I need cash up front. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, well, why? <laughs> I'm like, because I'm, you know, because when we first started using Bingo Me Now, we weren't even taking cash. Right. Uh, it was 100% credit card. And I was like, because I'm not generating any cash the day of. I got I got to pay these people out. Right. So so they gave me an amount, and I was like, "This is not this is not enough." Um, and then uh, after, like I said, after that that's um, the Independence Day for 2020. After that, the program took off, uh, um, and they saw that. So then they started giving me more uh, more cash, and it's been enough to keep the night going, no matter the uh, online sales each week. It's, you know, it's been more than enough, especially with generating money during the game day as well. But last week, the TikTok week, um, like I said, it, I hit a number that I hadn't seen before. So <laughs> I, I, I cut it off and, and um, cause we weren't going to have any money. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was all, it was all online. So, um, so yeah, we and, uh, we cut it really, 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 really close. Yeah, because uh, because by I, um, the last couple of uh, twenty three ninety eights that we paid out, mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of fives in those. There was a lot of what? <laughs> Five dollar bills. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have anything else. Say so, hey, we'll take it any way we can get it. That's fine. Yeah, I'll take I mean, one dollar bills. Money, 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 money is money at that point. Thank so. you. I don't think anybody was arguing the point. So it's like oh. no, except for uh, Brandon and Sophia because they're the ones that had to pay it out. No, oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> now, how does that go? You also have to keep track of that. I know everybody has to sign for it. So how do you have to keep track of all the money that's been given out? And do you have to report that, or uh, do you mind speaking about that? Yeah. So I mean, I basically um, every week we, um, you know, I, I submit a report to the school what games we play and and then um i submit a report on our sales the credit and you know the credit card cash uh cash that we um had on hand at the, by the end of the night and and we uh do a report i and i submit it and all that goes in all that goes in the file and um and then i believe the you know the auditors for the school you know look at that you mm-hmm. know whenever they commodities. So, yeah, so it's, it's just tedious paperwork that I do during the week. 
Good times. Well, I'm so, glad you do it. Yeah, I, th- I think most, most programs do. Um, I basically, like I said, I submitted mine to the school and, and then the auditors come look at it. Halls that actually work in like the city of LA, I think they have to submit theirs directly to the county. Yeah. Um, they're, yeah, they're a little different. That sucks. So, yeah. So ours is, we're a little bit more lax in our area um, since we're not officially in the city of LA, but LA County. But yeah, I've heard halls in, in the city of LA actually submit their stuff to the county, which, which would uh, uh, just probably you know, a little tougher for them. <laughs> yeah, I would think that'd be crazy. But Paul, I have three more questions. Yeah, go, go for it. First one, what do you got planned for Halloween? I saw your little video clips. You had some amazing costumes in the past. You got anything special planned for this Halloween? You know, Halloween is one of our favorite, one of my favorite holidays. Um, so when we first started doing it, um, you get a few people who would dress up. So then I, um, to entice people to dress up, I started giving, I started paying out, you know, larger amounts of money for the costumes you know mm-hmm. and so you know uh over the last few not not the last couple of years because of covid but prior to covid i mean three four years prior to covid you know we have i want to say at least a third of the room dressing up and and coming all out you know um and so you know usually you know i do um grand prize for the best costume five hundred dollars same thing for uh, best couples or group costume. Oh. And and um, we do uh, pumpkin carving. You know, I have them carve it at home, bring it, <laughs> put it on display. So they can they decorate their tables. And then and then because of the drive-in, I'm letting people do uh, their trunk or treat and they can decorate their cars. Right. So, um, and again, when we first started doing this, I would judge it. But then, you know, um, I'm biased, you know, because, you know, some people I know, you know, so so what I've been doing over the last five or six years is sending a message out to the faculty of the school and getting four or five teachers to come out the day of and they sit there and they judge everybody. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they, I, I, I create a scoring card. The teachers don't know anybody there, so it's not biased. Right. Um, so they can't the players can't complain about it. And, um, yeah, I have them judge all the costumes. Everybody gets up on stage. I have them basically do the catwalk across the stage. And then they look at the pumpkins. They grade the pumpkins. They'll go around looking at the tables. Um, and they'll judge all the tables. And then finally they'll go out and look at the cars. And whoever uh, participates with the cars, and they'll judge that. And then they'll give it to me. And then um, I'll add up the numbers and make an announcement by the end of the evening. Okay, I might yeah, do the so, I might do the pumpkin. I don't know if I can do the dress up only because I was intimidated by all the pictures of all the costumes before. It's very intimidating. Yeah, well, um, there are a couple of people in that picture were really, really um, competitive. Unfortunately, <laughs> two of the two of the gentlemen on there that were really uh, go out every year. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they're just they're both deceased now. So mm-hmm. um, you know, it's 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 anybody's game now. But. Um, I'm anticipating people to come all out. You know, uh, I usually dress up, you know, <laughs> you know, as much as possible, knowing that I'm running around. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, me and Jen came dressed up as uh, the Wicked Witch, and then I was the uh, Scarecrow. There you so, go. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a fun event. It's a fun night. It lasts maybe an extra 30, 45 minutes because of the, the judging. Right. Um, but, I mean, most people have fun with it. 
you know, especially the, especially the people who are participating, you know, and they're up on stage and some of them are kind of nervous as they're going across, the, you know, going across the stage because they're in front of everybody and some people aren't used to that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to being there, not necessarily participating in that, but definitely being there because I know you'll make yeah, it's, it fun. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun for both sides, I think. My other question is, what's the wildest thing that's ever happened at your bingo hall? The wildest thing. Yeah, anybody go into labor? <laughs> uh, nobody's gone into labor. I had one lady um, have an episode, and, and we had to call nine one one. And they took her out on a gurney, oh. and her fam her family still stayed there and played, which was weird to me. <laughs> you know, because um, that's how bingo players are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember when I was at Pachanga, somebody passed away. Mm-hmm. And they didn't stop. Like I was calling, and they, they like, no, keep going. I'm like, okay. So I kept calling, and basically they just did it to keep everybody distracted. Well, no, that you happened know? at the place that I play at. Same thing. The lady died, and they kept going uh, over well, yeah, here at so the Buckingham. I've been told, you know, keep going. You keep yeah, going. Just and keep I'm going. Like, okay. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay, I mean, you know, uh, and then again, when we were doing the, uh, when we were doing the drive-in bingo, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately during that time, when we were in the midst of COVID, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, deceased at that time, and we were playing in the parking lot of the church, so I would be sitting there, you know, B5, B number five, and then all of a sudden, the hearse would drive through. <laughs> I remember that. And, and then I would just kind of stop calling and just sit there for about 30 seconds and let the hearse drive through out of respect. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then as soon as he pulled up to the church, you know, I'd be like, N33. Yep, I remember that. That's <laughs> I was like, what do I do? I don't, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, uh, not um, used to a hearse driving in front of me yep. as I'm calling bingo. <laughs> They did have a lot of funerals. I was just thinking that somebody, with bingo players being what they are, I was thinking one of these days I could just see somebody wanting to get married in the middle, like intermission. You know, it's one of your ten minute intermissions. A couple saying we want to get married. Uh, yeah, I don't give anybody any ideas. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm surprised that that hasn't happened. Here's my last question, Paul. Yes. Is there anything that you want to say? Anything that you want uh, people who come to Bosco Tech to know? Um, not just, um, if you've never been to tech, you know, come check it out. You know, it's like, to me, it's one of the more ex- uh, exciting halls that there is. And it's always, you know, fun. And like I tell everybody, you know, if you come here and, and you don't enjoy yourself, you definitely will enjoy the food here at tech, you know, cause our food, I, I think our food is, uh, by far top notch when it comes to any of the different, any of the other halls. You do have good food. You do yeah. have good food, so no doubt about it. So anyway, well, thank you. I just want to say how much I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. I always appreciate you just in general, how you run the hall and how sweet and kind and try to truly be accommodating as much as possible. So that said, thanks so much for giving me your time right now. And I really look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Okay, sounds good. I'll see you then. And I appreciate you as well. Thanks. I really want to thank Paul for coming on because, to be honest, I could have talked to him for another two or three hours. I have so many questions, and I find what he does to be so interesting, and I really hope you enjoyed it, too. Thanks so much for coming and listening to this episode of The Broke Bingo Attic, and please come back to listen to our next one. Thanks so much. It's not a game. It's a red stick.